Hi, I'm Jessica Rudnicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Welcome back to Connected. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Jesse O'Brien, Sales Director at GoMoto, about being consumer-centric with service department hours and availability. Let's get connected. Hi, Jesse. Welcome to Connected. Thank you so much for being here today. Jessica, I'm, I'm super happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Very glad to have you. I want to talk to you today, Jesse, about 24-7 service. So on top of customers wanting a great online experience, which is huge today, multiple industries have seen a surge in customers wanting to interact with their stores all hours of the day or night even. So what can you tell us about kind of this 24-7 model? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Absolutely. So as consumers, we see businesses moving more and more towards making the experience as convenient as possible for the customer. Um, Jessica, I'm sure if you grew up anything like I did, we all learned this golden rule, right, of treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, and I think that we're so far past that as businesses to consumers right now. We're really at the point where it's not to treat people the way that you want to be treated. It's to treat consumers the way they want to be treated. And we really need to take that next step. Um, so many businesses, you know, they're providing great online experiences, right? I'm sure if you look at the apps on your phone, you've got the DoorDash or the Grubhub or the Netflixes and the streaming services and all of these apps that make our lives easier and provide us services where, you know, conventionally or growing up, maybe we didn't have access to those things quite as easily, right? Um, but now we're, businesses are pivoting and they're moving towards this really convenient way to do business with them. Um, not only just online, but interactions that can be done during all business hours, right? When it's most convenient for that consumer, not when it's most convenient for the business. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm a huge DoorDasher. I love that I can order takeout any time of the day, any time of the night. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, what are some examples of businesses that are finding, you know, these unique ways to provide 24-7 service to their customers? Yeah, you know, I, I think that uh, one of my favorite examples of this 24-7 is conventionally, when we think of banks, right? Um, and I remember when I got my first job when I was younger, um, babysitting, and people would write me checks. And I was, you know, a kid and would have to get one of my parents to drive me over to the bank to cash it. But I was in sports. My, my dad worked retail automotive, so he was busy. My mom was working as well. So finding a time to get to the bank during the bank's business hours was, I mean, quite honestly, it was a nightmare, right? Um, and now today, you've got ATMs, you've got kiosks, really, where you can go, you can deposit that check in there, you can withdraw cash. And even to take it a step further, I don't know about you, Jessica, I can't remember the last time I went to a bank. I take a picture of that check right there on my phone, um, on the app, and it just uploads it and away it goes. So Banking is, is one of my favorite examples of, I mean, how people every single day are using kiosk technology 
to provide that outside the traditional business hour experience without having to expand their business hours, hire that personnel, force them to work overtime. Um, there's, a, there's a ton of examples though. Krispy Kreme Donuts, a personal favorite of mine. Um, they've, they've actually just expanded and I recently read an article where they've got 24 seven kiosks now. Um, I live in Chicago, so sprinkles don't, um, sprinkle cupcakes is a thing as well, where you go up to this ATM you pick which cupcake you want and it pops out right there. So 24 hours a day, your sweet tooth is satisfied. It's, it's something spectacular. It's so funny that you mentioned sprinkles because I remember seeing a picture of that on my Facebook feed of, yeah, people just going up and, you know, in the kiosk and typing in what kind of frosting and, you know, sprinkles they want on their cupcake and, and ordering it that way. And I just thought that was so cool. So I love that you shared that example. Um, so what are some examples of when customers want to interact with a dealership out of store hours? Yeah, you know, um, let me ask you this, Jessica. Have you ever taken your car to a dealership during routine business hours? During, you know, your, your nine to five work day, anything like that? Um, I would say probably only once, um, but it, yeah, just because, you know, I work nine to five, so it's, it's hard to get in during those hours. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it wasn't a favorable experience for you would be my guess. Is that fair to say? Yes, I think that's fair to say. Okay. So I, I think that that's exactly the point of how this can help retail automotive dealers. Um, we've got to think about the customers and think of ourselves as consumers in every other aspect and facet of what we're doing. Um, I work a nine to five job and sometimes earlier, sometimes later, um, people are college students, people are parents, they're chauffeuring their children around to sports practices or musical practice or whatever it is. It becomes a hassle. And quite honestly, even if, let's say you don't work a traditional nine to five, right? Maybe you're um, a frontline worker. Maybe, you know, you have off days during the week. That doesn't mean that you want to spend your time off spending that time at a dealership, right? You want to do it when it's convenient for you. Um, so we really, that's the bottom line of how this kiosk technology and this 24-7 kiosk technology can really make it easier and more convenient for the consumer to do business when they want to do business with the dealership. Um. Yes, absolutely. And that's a great point you made because, I, I mean, I had to go in to work late the day that I took my car to get, you know, service done. I started my day later because, you know, during those hours, it's, we're open this, I work the same hours that they're open. So had the dealership had a kiosk, that experience probably would have been much more pleasant for me to put it uh, kindly. Um, what are, so what are some other ways that dealerships can provide, you know, the 24 seven service in addition to these kiosks? Yeah, you know, if, if the store doesn't have a gate blocking the property, right, some stores lock up their, their lot at night. Um, I mean, these kiosks, that GoMoto provides for the check-in experience. Um, I mean, they can 
take keys from the customer. They can collect payment. They can return keys as well. Um, we've got a really fantastic model where it's actually a key return. So um, we actually have a store that um, that's down in Arizona that's putting one of these units at a hospital um, because they've got doctors, nurses, frontline workers, right? Our heroes right now during COVID-19 that they're exhausted. They're doing, they're giving it their all every single day to help people like you and I. Um, and the last thing that they want to do is have to go over to a dealership and worry about servicing their vehicle. So the hospital is actually providing this as a convenience for their employees um, where they've got this kiosk where they can drop their keys off when they first come into work, notifies the dealership that there are keys in the machine. They can, you know, have the porter come over, they take care of the car, and then the keys are in the machine when they're done with that shift. So really um, a spectacular way to think outside the box of how, you know, not only that hospital is providing a fantastic service for their employees, but also the dealership is expanding their business hours by having a remote location. Yes, absolutely. Now, okay, so Jesse, I've seen, so not like an automated system at all, not digital or efficient, as efficient as what you're describing, but like, for example, I've been to U-Haul before, right? Returning a U-Haul truck and they have the key drop boxes, but you have to fill out this paper, um, you know, the mileage, put your name down, phone number, all that stuff in case they need to contact you later on. What are some of the problems that you've seen um, out in the field with those types of key drop-offs? Yes. So every dealership I talk to, um, a lot of them have these drop boxes. Most of them are rusted up, right? They're old. They've been there for a long time. So, I mean, from a safety and a security standpoint, if somebody wanted to get in there and get those keys, it, it probably wouldn't be too hard for them to do so because they're so rusted. Um, beyond that, from a dealership process standpoint, every dealership I've talked to, you get the half filled out slips of paper, right? You're in a rush. Handwriting is anything like my husband's, for example. There's nobody who is reading like the webdings font that he is writing with. Um, so sometimes it's missing a phone number. Sometimes it just says John on there and the dealership's like, Who's John? I can't read these numbers. How am I supposed to get a hold of this customer? And also what the kiosks provide is it provides that option to upsell the customer and present that maintenance to the customer at the time of check-in, um, which you would typically do with an indoor kiosk or just a typical advisor to consumer interaction. So you've got the option to ask that customer hey, you know, did you need an alignment? Did you need wiper blades? Or are you truly here just for that oil change? Are you here for your 30K um, service? So it provides that upsell opportunity, but it also grabs all of that good data capture um, so that when you're marketing to customers for retention, for recalls, for just sales, right? For selling them new cars. You've got that best email, you've got that best phone number, and it's pushing and updating all of that information into the system that's making it seamless for your team to focus on everything else that they're asked to do in a business day. 
Wow. Well, I mean, it sounds like there's, there's so many ways to make the most of every opportunity with kiosks. You mentioned, you know, the security aspect of the, the key part of it, the, the drop-off process. Um, you mentioned, you know, being able to clean up customer data. So when a customer types their information into the kiosk, that updates and, and kind of cleans all that up. And then obviously the opportunity for upsells, which every dealership wants, they, that's how they make their money, especially in the service department. So it sounds like so many benefits to these, these kiosks. And I just want to thank you for sharing all this information and for your time to get time today. And, you know, this is the big thing in automotive right now, right? Is just streamlining and automating and digitizing a lot of these processes. So I'm sure that I will be speaking to you again soon about it. Um, but thank you again for being here on the podcast today. Yeah, of course, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. Um, we're really excited to be a part of the conversation, and it's certainly a fun conversation to be a part of with this big paradigm shift in automotive and the way that we can change, really, the, the way we're interacting with customers and the experience they're having. So thank you so much for having me on. Yes, no problem at all. Jesse shared some great insights today on how demands are shifting for service departments. Before we hop off, just a quick reminder, you can watch or listen to past and future podcast episodes on YouTube or Apple and Spotify podcasts by searching for The Connected Podcast. Subscribe on these channels to get notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks.